Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll feature Bob Dr. McLevitis with Mavericks Tips and More. We'll hear from Rick Greenhut, who will tell us all about HD radio. And then we'll hear from Rick Majlowski of The Register. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. We have Bob Dr. McLevitis joining us after a brief spell where he was spelling out lots of words for his various books. In fact, he recently sent me a copy of his OS X Mavericks for Dummies. It's a really big book with lots of useful information. We'll get some of those great tips later. But I was writing a column this week, Bob, about HD radio, whether it's the salvation for traditional AM and FM radio. Now, let me explain to our listeners. Years ago, I actually worked for AM and FM stations. Now I'm on a network and we're heard on some AM and some FM stations. But AM, of course, is like the original radio technology. And some people feel it's dying, especially as we have satellite radio and internet radio and things like that. So the various companies out there came up with a technology called HD radio. And what HD radio is, it puts a digital signal on top of your analog signal. So you got both. So you get your normal radio station, AM or FM, But if you have an HD radio, you hear the alternate version of the station, which would be in much higher quality, digital quality, so to speak. In fact, one feature of HD radio is that you get up to three extra alternate channels. So you have HD, HD2, HD3, HD4, of course. And the thing being that it's up to the station whether they want to send the alternate signals. Okay, so I asked Bob Levitas. Bob you have any opinion on HD radio? And he said, you're kind of used to, but not anymore. Yeah, I don't even remember. I had a couple of desktop HD radios sent to me to check out a long time ago, and they were nothing spectacular, and I didn't write about them, and I hadn't heard anything about HD radio in a while. Well, one of the reasons I've noticed this is that recent cars I've test-driven and the car I'm currently driving have HD radio. And that's where you're seeing a lot of it. Most of the receivers are car radio receivers. I guess it doesn't cost that much more to add an extra chip in there. So all the major automakers are adding products that feature HD radio, but you see very few receivers. I think there's one company insignia that offers a couple of home radios, and then you find some in audio receivers or tuners from Denon and Marantz and Yamaha. But you didn't feel you weren't too impressed with HD radio then? Yeah, partly because there wasn't that much support for it. There weren't that many stations that also had HD. So It depends where you live. Like in the Phoenix area, I believe six AM stations offer HD and at least a dozen FM stations. So if you want to get that content, there's a fair amount of it. But you could live in areas where there is no HD radio. It's not like satellite radio. You get satellite radio in your car, and unless you drive through an area where the signal interrupts, which can happen occasionally, it basically you get the same stations, the same signals from coast to coast. Correct. And in Austin, apparently when I had these radios, it was in the infancy of the format. 
and there were only a few stations and not really stations that I listened to much. So it didn't do a lot for me. Well, that's unfortunate. That was then and this is now. So if I get a chance, I'll look on an HD radio and see if any of my favorite stations are available in HD. I don't know. Now, I just want to mention once again to your listeners that we'll be talking a lot more about HD radio, which is a format available in the USA, with our next guest, and he's Rick Greenhut, and he works with Ibiquity, that's the company, that invented HD radio about 10 or 11 years ago. So he'll tell you how the technology works and what stations have to do to get it, and also about those extra HD stations on FM, so you get more than one station. Confusing? We'll address it later, and we'll explain it all to you with our guest. Oh, by the way, I just checked for HD radio in Austin. Yes. There's a dozen or two stations. Yeah? Do any, yeah. Of, them not, do any of them not play country music? Adult contemporary? <laughs> okay, this is Austin, Texas, folks, okay? Magic 95.5 adult contemporary. No. Nope. Huh? Nope. You don't like it? Nope. News talk. Let's see, I'm trying to look at the main stations. Country, which is K-V-E-T, is country. And then you have K-A-S-E is country. Yep. Hip-hop. Yep, I'm not going to listen to that one either. 102.3 is hip-hop. Nope. Oh, this is one here. We play anything in Boston. Bob FM. They named the station after you. Okay, I, I, I have to say that's one of the buttons on my uh, radio in the car bob fm okay bob fm only because it's named after me all right well there you go right there oh yeah okay so i'm gonna rush out and get an hd radio to listen to bob fm Uh uh-huh if you like jazz they have a jazz station also but you see the thing with hd is a lot of these stations are alternate stations alternate hg channels there's like magic 95.5 you don't like that one no okay i would like my next car to come with no radio but a great stereo system that uh connects to my iphone via either bluetooth or uh audio or lightning connector i don't need a radio i have everything i'd ever want to listen to on my iphone i mean i could like drive cross country and not run out of stuff to listen to on the iphone so i just as soon not have the radio i mean i know that i'm going to get one but my next car the the key thing for me isn't going to be whether it has satellite radio or or hd radio it's going to be whether it like gets my iphone well most cars these days have a port for an iphone or an ipod they also have bluetooth so i don't think that's a problem well that's that's more important to me than getting HD radio. I bet the chips are so cheap now they can offer an integrated chip, AM, FM, HD satellite for very little money. Probably. And so I probably get them all. But, you know, I had um, XM for a while. I, you know, I think one of the cars I had had a six-month free trial. And it was okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but... When it came time to renew and pay for it, I thought, yeah, I think, I think not. Um, you know, I, I get 
all the music I can possibly consume for nine ninety nine a month from Spotify. Ah, well, you know what they're doing now with Sirius XM is those people who have radios in the cars where they never renewed the free subscription. What they're doing is they're turning on the radios for like two weeks or something to give people another opportunity. Yeah. Well, I still won't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But you miss Howard Stern. You know what? I don't miss Howard. (laughs) I thought I would because, you know, he used to be on. He was when he was syndicated, he was on in this in this uh, market. So I listened to him sometimes. And for the most part, he wasn't really that funny. I listened to him the other day. And I thought I'd gone back in time 20 years because it's the same show. Every day he does the same show with different guests, the same goofing on his sidekicks. He goofs on Robin Quivers. He goofs on Fred Norris. He Wait, he's still on... got all the same, the same sidekicks after all this time? He hasn't Can you believe this? These people have worked with him for like 25 years. Same producer, Gary Delabate. Gary yeah. Delabate. Baba Booey. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to talk about Howard Stern here because oh, we're on God. a different network. We have Bob Levitis joining us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners, 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. On the average, Americans work between 45 to 50 years hoping to build up enough wealth to retire and live out their golden years. Unfortunately, with taxation, the rising cost of food, energy, housing, and medical, many retirees are forced to live below the poverty line. Is this a flaw free enterprise, or is our monetary unit we call the Federal Reserve Note forcing us into perpetual debt, ensuring inflation and higher taxes? These questions and more can be answered by reading G. Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Congressman Ron Paul states it's what every American needs to know about central bank power. A gripping adventure into the secret world of international banking cartel. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I will give a silver dollar from the early 1900s to anyone who purchases this book. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order a copy today. It's critical that the public be made aware of the system. Call and order your copy today at 1-800-686-2237. That's 1-800-686-2237. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited-time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open-pollinated and can be grown, 
harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. January of 2000, I had a heart attack. Then my real health began going downhill, and I had uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, poor vision, and I really wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess, pretty much. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking uh, heart and body extract, and from within a few days, I started sleeping a lot better. My blood pressure uh, normalized, my blood sugar normalized, and uh, my sleep really did improve. Experience these benefits and more when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of Heart and Body Extract. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. Folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking Heart and Body Extract. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for Heart and Body Extract. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We were talking about HD radio. And listeners, if you have an HD radio in your car or at home and you actually listen to it, it's not just a feature you never use, let us know. Write me news at technighthal.com, news at technighthal.com. Send me a tweet, technighthal, on Twitter. I like to hear it because we know Bob is not interested. Before you get off the topic, I'll tell you a story about my mother-in-law who bought a new car a couple months ago, a new Buick, right? And it came with satellite radio i guess they said i don't know but when, when it comes time to renew she says i don't want to pay for it and they, they say it's only six dollars or nine dollars a month and she says no i don't want to pay nine dollars a month six dollars a month i would pay six dollars a month i think is what she said or five dollars a month and they said okay and they gave her six months for whatever she said so she liked it enough to pay something for it but not what they were asking it sounds like the car salesman what can you afford per month to get this car right and they figure some scheme to get you that of course you don't know what interest rate you're paying on the loan or anything but it's the same thing i've heard that before that if you don't want to spend the 12.99 a month or whatever sirius or xm is nowadays you say i can't afford that what can you give me now they also have limited programming options so that's one thing they might offer. Well, we'll give you basic stations for six ninety nine or something. It's also kind of like any business these days. Your wireless phone carrier, your cable TV, your satellite TV, your broadband internet. Call them up and say, you know, I'm going to leave 
It's too expensive for me. Can you possibly give me a deal before I leave? And there's always some kind of customer retention plan, which is they'll take anything from you rather than lose your business. Well, you know, having been in the subscription television business in a a previous life, there's something to be said for retention, a lot to be said for retention. It's a lot cheaper to keep you as a paying customer than to reacquire you or to acquire a new customer. So yeah, you know, there is something to it. If they're about to get zero revenue and they can get three bucks a month from you, why shouldn't they? So I suspect they do deal. I know the cable company deals. I know AT&T deals. It's how the business works because it's a free market. Is America a great country or what? Well, part of it also is they figure that 99.9% of the customers will pay the full price. And yeah, most people won't even ask. And then those who actually talk to a human and say, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it, I can't afford that, or that's too much money, are probably a very small number, you know, very small fraction of, of the uh, paying audience. Because I would just duck them, you know, if I didn't want it anymore, I would never talk to them. I would use the website to turn it off and not take their phone calls. Right. But obviously they realize they have to retain people because a lot of the growth, even with wireless carriers, in addition to cable TV, is from customers of other services. It's not so much new growth. So, for example, we have with cable and satellite TV, we have the cord cutters. Are you someone who's considered cutting the cord? Yeah, I I toy with it. When we move, we're thinking of moving next year or in the next couple of years. And when we do, I think I might try to be cable and, you know, pipe free. I think I can get everything I like to watch streamed or purchased over the air or ordered from Amazon or Amazon Prime's actually gotten a lot of stuff that I'd watch if I, if I weren't on the, the crack pipe, the digital crack pipe. Well, the thing to bear in mind also, there is still such a thing as broadcast television, if you want to watch what's on the networks. There still are antennas to receive those stations. Yeah, I, I don't, you know what, except for the local news, yeah, I don't think I'd watch much network TV. You know, there's only a couple things left that I would bother watching. I, sure. We don't watch anything in real time anyway. Well, nothing comes on when it's convenient for me. So whatever I'm going to watch is either recorded or time shifted. You know, it's either on the DVR or something that I have the DVD somewhere or uh, is available all the time. Like, you know, I'm watching uh, a couple of seasons of TV shows on Netflix and they're just always there on whatever device I happen to tune in on, which is pretty, pretty darn convenient. So you don't look at event television, which is what I call it, where the show is first broadcast and you catch it then. You can't no. wait to watch The Blacklist with James Spader, for example. No, Did you see that show? And, no, and even if I watched those kind of shows, I, I would watch them time-shifted when I had time. I know people that like wait and watch the whole season at once. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't watch that much TV. I, I have so my life is very rich 
with other things. It's like TV is, is for the last hour, maybe, before I fall asleep. You're missing a lot of good shows on TV. I'm sure I am, but I'd have to make more hours in the day to accommodate them. And they're not that good. I've seen them, most of them, some of them. I Enough think to there's... know that I don't have to make more time for them. Okay, it's your opinion. I think there's some really good shows on TV that are worth watching. And a lot of stuff that's forgettable but entertaining. Let's get on with other stuff. Yeah, let's talk about geek stuff. Geek stuff, okay. Geek stuff, Mavericks. Okay. Oh, yeah, Mavericks. Mavericks is good. Now, you have a Gmail account. Did you run into any of the advertised problems with Gmail and Mavericks? No. But uh, it was funny because I, I know people who did, and it, it was obviously something real. But what it is is, I think, I think because I had done what i don't know because i was dealing with my gmail account the way you were supposed to which is i i set it up manually and i was actually showing the all mail mailbox that it the bug didn't affect me because i was already doing what mavericks expected my mail app to be doing it was people who had uh hidden the all-mail mailbox that I think we're having all the problems. So if you basically do it the way it's advertised, you don't... If you, if you let Apple set it up, if you, you know, if you choose Gmail as the account type, I think that's who had the problem, is people who had done that. Because that hid the... I don't know, I'm not sure, but I didn't have it. And I know, you know... I heard at least on, on one podcast, and I've seen a couple people online who were, you know, just livid that it could break Gmail so badly, <laughs> I guess. I guess we have Bob Levitas, Dr. Mac, with us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. G-C-N. Great talk radio starts here. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R O C K O I D S.com. In the U.S., one in every 50 homes will have a break in this year. Burglars call it smash and grab, police call it robbery. We call it avoidable. We are fake TV. 
a simple electronic device that can fool even professional burglars. Fake TV easily plugs into any outlet and simulates the changing colors of a television. To a burglar, it looks like someone must be home watching TV, so they'll likely move on to an easier target. At only $34.95, fake TV costs less than a month of most alarm monitoring plans and makes a great Christmas gift, or it's perfect if you're traveling over the holidays. Order your fake TV by calling 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. That's 877-532-5388 or faketv.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. If you owe the IRS back taxes, listen carefully. Sweeping changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever eliminate their tax debts once and for all. And now I can help you reduce or eliminate your tax debts and end your tax nightmare. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I've helped thousands of people reduce and eliminate tax debts they couldn't pay. And after more than 30 years of experience dealing with the IRS, I can tell you there's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. And with the IRS's new policies, it's easier than ever to put your tax debt behind you once and for all. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. Call 800-346-6829. Learn how I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to TaxHelpOnline.com. That's TaxHelpOnline.com. It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338 and talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins and herbs. utopiasilver.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. I was thinking back to what we talked about earlier with Bob Levitis. I do not know, and I should check, whether any of the stations that carry either the Tech Night Owl Live or the Paracast, actually offer us in HD radio. You can get pristine quality yeah. that way. I don't sound worried like this. Okay, there we go. All right, so Bob Levitis was not bitten by the Gmail bug. There was a mail for Mavericks fix. There are rumors, which we cannot confirm, that there may be a 10.9.1 update for Mavericks with more fixes to mail. I would say we can expect that, you know. I mean, Apple isn't Apple isn't sleeping on this stuff. It'll be fixed as soon as it can. And, and you know, again, I don't think the number of people who were affected by it was that great. I don't know, but it wasn't like my mailbox was suddenly flooded 
with people, you know, asking me if I knew how to fix it or anything like that. In fact, I think I probably only read about it with people I don't know, you know? Well, in my case, I didn't see it because I set up the Gmail account ages ago. Yeah, and I think that was the key, is if you did it manually and you were already dealing with the uh, all-mail, you know, it's weird. Uh, a Explain wag. this to our listeners. Yeah, Gmail does things in a funky way. Exactly. It's a not normal. Wag to Gmail. Finger wag to Gmail. It is not IMAP. It's kind of IMAP-like. And, and I understand their... I mean, I, I do understand why. Because they're a search company, and they think everything should go in one mailbox, and you search for what you want. And I, that makes sense uh, in in their world. <laughs> but, you know, if you're using Apple Mail on a device, a Mac or other device, uh, that's not such a good thing. Because they do things in weird ways without folders and with tags, and uh, it's not IMAP. Why don't I get a new provider? Good question. I, I, I might actually start looking at it. Well, part of it is it's free and, and it works. It's reliable. I'll tell you what I did. I went through this odyssey. I tried the updated Outlook.com from Microsoft. I had a Hotmail account for many thousands of years, changed or added the name for Outlook.com, and they finally added IMAP support which is fine. And also on your iOS or Android device, you get active sync, push email. The problem is that it's broken. IMAP is broken, where in my case, I know people have had problems with different folders not working right. In the sent mailbox on my Mac, whether I use Mail or even Outlook 2011 for the Mac from Microsoft, anything I send from my Mac would be repeated. You get two copies of each sent mail. Didn't happen on the iPhone. Didn't happen on their site. I complained to Microsoft. I haven't heard from them. The other problem is the syncing is not very good. So, for example, I will get messages on my Mac. I'll delete them. Half would not be deleted if I go to the iPhone. It wasn't syncing right. So I said, the heck with this. And Gmail, I've never been nuts about because it's kind of funky. I use my Mac.com email account. It's fine. That's my yeah, extra just, account. I, and, you know, I could just funnel everything into that. But the truth is, I've got all of my accounts funneling into Gmail for now. So it would mean taking a bunch of other accounts that are forwarding to auto-forwarding to Gmail. It's just a lot of work for me to switch now. I like the term funneling. That implies so many ills. Funneling is good. Well, in case of Gmail, yes, funneling is very good. But Gmail, they're not going to change it, Google. They just add more and more features that nobody uses. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know, you know. They they make so much money on other stuff that it, it's kind of hard kind of hard to hard to fathom why they do stuff like Gmail. And, you know, it would be better to control my own destiny. Maybe I should just use my own mail server at boblevitus.com and funnel everything else into that. What I do with email for my sites is I use a third-party email service. Why? Because I have my own web server. But if that server is down for any reason, 
I wouldn't have my email. It's bad enough I wouldn't have the sites running, but I wouldn't have my email. So what I do is I run that in a separate place. So if I change servers for any reason, I don't have to redo all the email. Makes it a lot easier. And there are third-party providers like Polaris Mail and even Rackspace Email that can do really good, and they're very cheap. So that's another alternative. Let's look at other features here. OS X Mavericks. I heard that this new multiple monitors feature where virtually everything can be duplicated on each display. So you can have the menu bar and the dock and all that. You don't have the linen on the second display as you did earlier. I've heard Correct. there's some irregularities with that. Well, I can tell you the the big one is any you know if you had if you had I have a two screen setup so I'm intimately familiar with this. Number one, if you had a two display setup with Mountain Lion or any previous OS, and you went full screen with any app, that was the end. The other monitor had, as you said, linen, right? So well, now, I guess if it, you want to wear something, it's good. Yeah, but if you wanted to put other things over there and multitask, it was kind of lame, you know? And so, of course, people with two monitors never used full screen mode, and rightly not. Um, so in, in Mavericks, Apple fixed, or, well, yeah, I guess it's fixed. Um, now, full screen works, and you can have two different things full screen on two different displays. If you have three displays, you could have three things running full screen, one on each of the three displays. Or you can have two running full screen and one running the finder window, you know? So it's, it's better, but it's a little weird. The dock kind of hip hops, I'm not sure. I, I think the dock hip hops to whichever screen you move the cursor to the bottom of and then stays there until you do it again. I'm not exactly sure. It's kind of weird. Sometimes it jumps back and forth for no apparent reason. And you get two different menu bars. So right now I've got Skype in one, one screen and the menu bar on the other screen says finder. It's, it's a little disconcerting, but the big bug everyone's talking about is if you move any window, to the juncture between the two displays, half of it disappears as if into the ether. Yes, I think you have to take ether to solve the problem. Yeah, you can see it. It's funny when you're dragging it, it goes across just fine. But if you let go of it in the middle, you lose the, I guess you lose, you lose the, the, no, you lose half. I can't tell you why you lose which half. Sometimes it's on one screen, sometimes on the other. I guess it's where you start. So I think part of also the screen. issue is it's still the early release, and they have a few bugs they have to address, and that's one of them. Yeah, that's the big one. But, you know, uh, it doesn't really bother me because I ordinarily don't put things between the monitors anyway, you know. I'm, so I didn't notice it until I read something about it, and then I thought, why would anybody put something on the seam between the two displays? Anyway. They don't want to be seamless. Oh. Isn't that terrible? You know, I was thinking, having you on, because you like to tell silly jokes, I said, you know, Bob Levitas would really do a lot of good stuff in terms of ridiculous jokes. I'm going to match him, pun for pun. Oh, no. Yes. The thing is here, the listeners will all turn off. 
Yeah, I think you're going to lose your whole audience instead of just the half that tune out when I'm your guest. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. You know what else is really cool? Kind of about both iOS 7 and Mavericks. I'll tell you but, what, we have to leave a hint. Okay? okay. The reason we have to leave a hint is we have to do that break thing, you know, where we have people who want to sell stuff have to get their chance and their say. Bob Levitas, Dr. Mac joins us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document? Worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE, 855-340-7283. An e-cig revolution is sweeping across the country. But is yours American-made? Vapriate e-liquid by LeSig is. Manufactured in Arkansas with 100% USA-sourced ingredients. And when you buy American, you support local jobs. Vapriate e-liquid by LeSig is top quality at an affordable price. The very principle that once drove the American economy. Get great taste with no ash, tar, or smoke. You'll be wondering why you didn't make the change to Vapriate e-liquid by LeSig a long time ago. LeSig.com has everything you need for beginners to the advanced vaping enthusiast with a wide variety of hardware and also imported e-liquid flavors as well. Plus, LeSig smokes the competition with fast, free, same-day shipping, real people customer service, and a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Support our country and become a Vapriate at LeSig.com. Or call 870-525-1440. 870-525-1440. LeSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. 
Hi, my name is DeRay, suffering from migraines, having Botox injections in my head and neck to alleviate pain, costing $1,500 out of my pocket. I discovered Dr. Ortman and Gentle Touch Chiropractic Adjustment called Nuka. I'm migraine-free since my first adjustment. Thanks for giving me my life back, Dr. Ortman. I wish they prescribed you instead of Botox. Thanks, DeRay. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the solution. We design a nutritional supplement program the body can handle and actually absorb, providing nutrients targeting the problem area. Between Nuka and Nutrition, we will have you on the road to a faster and more permanent recovery. Look us up on the web at drwartman.com or call 952-303-9124. Let us help you feel better faster. Wellspring Spinal Care at 952-303-9124. Again, that's 952-303-9124. Or on the web at drortman.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. On the Tech Night Out Live, Bob Levitis with a bit of a head cold, but he sounds pretty much normal. Well, I'm glad you say that. I'm, uh, I'm using the headset that I suspect will disguise it best. <laughs> he did that deliberately, you know. He didn't want to will, present a head it cold. It will remain unnamed. So I was about to say another feature that's really nice in Mavericks and also, uh, and because also in iOS 7 uh, is a great feature is the iCloud keychain. Have you, have you played with that at all yet? Yes, I use it for the credit card. Now, understand it stores your credit card number, so you click in a field and then it requests a credit card information when you're doing some online commerce. It will bring up a little display where you choose which credit card you want. What it won't do is enter the number at the rear of the card which is your security thing, that little three-digit number. And that's probably a good thing. Sure. So even if they get the rest of it right, it's not going to be easy to get that right. But And it also does your uh, logins for all those websites that have to remember passwords and stuff. And the big thing is if you have a Mac and, let's say, an iPhone or an iPad, all of those uh, logins are now shared and available on either device. And if you've ever tried to look up your login information on your iPhone or iPad, because this didn't used to work, um, it's pretty ugly. I mean, I use one password, which isn't cheap, but it's, you know, uh, until uh, iOS 7 and, and Mavericks, or till Mavericks and iOS 7, it was the way to go for sure. There was just no other way of synchronizing those passwords and having them available on all your devices all the time. Let me tell you something. It doesn't work very nicely for me. What? I, I have no idea. iCloud keychain on... iCloud keychain? On my iPhone mm-hmm. or on my wife's iPad. Well, so what it does is thing. it slows everything down. <laughs> here's the thing. I was just going to say, I still absolutely 
am using 1Password because it works. But I think that it's really cool that Apple acknowledges that there's this need for that to be ubiquitous for Apple users. They shouldn't have to think about that. Like we were in Florida and my wife was trying to do something on her mom's computer on a shopping site and she said, oh crap, I don't remember my login name or password. If we were at home, it would just populate. It would just fill it in. And I thought, wow, if you had just turned on uh, this iCloud thing, you'd look on your iPhone and you could log into the site there. But she hadn't enabled it. So that's a word to the wise, actually. Would that it worked. It doesn't work for me. It slows everything down. It enters the wrong login information say on my web server. So my web server has a specific, very complicated login with a username and a password that is really involved, really secure. And it works fine on the Mac, but when I try it on the iPhone with iCloud keychain enabled and all the stuff required to set it up, puts in the wrong one, and then when you try to backspace out of it, it backspaces very slow, like every letter takes four or five seconds to disappear. I had this the, happen with two iPhone releases or, of... Pardon? On the iPhone or on Mac? On the iPhone. It works fine on the Mac. Okay. It's an iPhone 5S, latest version of iOS 7, 7.0.4. The same problem on the iPad, and the iPad is an iPad 3. Okay? Not the latest. I had the same problem. Now, maybe I have a peculiar collection of passwords and things, but it didn't work. No, it should work. It well, it doesn't for me, so I turned it off. Okay. Works well, on the Mac. On the Mac, it's fine. Yeah, but, you know, for me, I've got 700 logins and, and passwords and account infos, and I've got the credit card thing, which in 1Password works brilliantly on all my devices. You know, I feel safe that they're protected and secure, and only I know the two passwords to get them. Uh, but if I'm on my mobile device, it makes it easier to shop and do things like that where I have to actually, you know, type all those numbers on the little teeny keyboard. So I might consider um, one password. It's not cheap. The latest version is not. $49.99. Plus another 20 bucks, I think, for your iPhone or iPad, but you just have to buy it once for your devices. It's a uh, universal and you know it, you don't have to buy a copy for each device. And at present, I'm syncing with uh, using Dropbox, and it works fine. But the new version, I believe, has its own internal sync or uses iCloud, maybe. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I'm, I'm going to, uh, well, I'm a- actually, uh, I'm going to ask them if they want to give me an evaluation copy of the new version. And then if they say no... Because I really want to write about this. I want to keep an eye on iCloud Keychain and see how it does. But, you know, I'm perfectly happy, and I've written a column already about how good I think 1Password is for multi-device peoples. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, I bought the current version and the current iPhone version, iPad version. Because I had already reviewed it, and I didn't feel like asking them for another version after that. And, and 
So I thought, okay, this time I'm, it's time to write about it again. Because now with, with uh, iCloud Keychain in, in, the fo- in the spotlight, ha, 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 oh, that was terrible. Spotlight, of course, being, you know, the find feature in all your devices. Well, I think the problem I see for p- products of this is obviously it offers a lot more features and flexibility than Apple's built-in version. Yes. And but, this is the, always the way it works, where Apple will offer some kind of basic solution, and then you worry about the third party because the third party is going to cater to an audience that wants more than Apple's built-in solution. So, like, for example, you have Time Machine for backup. And that's great because it's seamless, easy to set up and everything. Just plug in your external drive, not much to do. But if you want a really good backup, like a clone backup, an absolute duplicate of your startup drive, you go to Carbon Copy Cloner or Super Duper. Absolutely. Well, I think everybody should have a clone of their boot disk anyway. That's kind of my mantra. In the science fiction world, we specify the fact that you may have a clone. Yes. Of you. Like there's this yes. TV, you know, this TV show, what is it, Almost Human, they have androids that look how human and act know, more human than you know the human people. How do you know that I'm not a clone of me? What proof do you have? Well, I'll raise the big question since we talk about TV. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. Is Agent Coulson the one who was stabbed in the movie The Avengers? Or is he a clone or a duplicate or something? No, no, no. This is an all. You've been reading comics long enough to know it's an alternate reality that exists on a parallel plane. You mean like the new Star Trek movies? That's an alternate timeline. (laughs) Right. That's exactly right. This is, yes, exactly. This is an alternate reality. Well, you know what? If I could go to an alternate reality, I think there are a few things I'd like to see different. But there you go. Steve, jo- Steve Jobs used to have a reality distortion field that he like carried around with him. That's what they say. They claim that. Yeah. He could convince you of things. Well, he was a good salesperson. But you yes. see, you have to consider when you set up a company, do you want the salesperson to be the CEO or somebody who is doing sales and product creation and that kind of thing. So for Microsoft, they got Steve Ballmer. He's just the sales guy. He doesn't know anything about building a product. Didn't he, uh, didn't he uh, announce that he's just going to quit? Yeah, and they're year? thinking, who's, who's he going to put in there? They're talking about Stephen Elop. He's the guy who took over Nokia as a stalking horse from Microsoft. I guess, arrange the takeover of the Nokia handset division by Microsoft. They're also talking about Alan Malawi. He's the guy who is the current CEO of Ford. Now, Ford has a partnership with Microsoft. They have the My Ford Touch infotainment system in the cars, but they don't work very well, so I don't know about that. Bob Levitas works well. He's back for more on the Tech Night Out Live. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. A healthy digestive system supports a healthy immune system. And a healthy immune system protects you against infections and disease. Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse, available at Terragonics.com, is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM1 is a powerful liquid probiotic and is gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM1 contains three groups of beneficial microbes and enzymes to cleanse and remove toxins, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, and aids in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM1 one is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, is non-GMO, has all natural certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is never freeze-dried. Pro-EM1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM1, the raw probiotic. Welcome back to Tech Night Out Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, it's Uncle Gene. Yeah, it's him. Bob Levitis, Dr. Mac joins us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. As we continue our discussion with Mavericks, I'm going to ask you for some tips and tricks, of course. But first, what is the most (laughs) annoying feature of Mavericks? We talked about the problems with multiple monitor support, but that's a bug. What's the most annoying thing about Mavericks to you? Uh, You know, there's uh, it's not really annoying me, I don't think you're probably going to prove me wrong by telling me something that annoys you and I'll go, yeah, that's kind of annoying too, but no, there's, you know, I haven't had any, any issues with it. I think that it runs much better than whatever I had before. What was that? Mountain lion? Mountain lion. You wrote the book, so you have to know. I, I can't remember anymore. There's so many of them, but basically it handles memory much better. You know, I keep uh, activity monitor open and look at the memory page because this, this release, that's where the action is. And it's, it's remarkable uh, what I can get away with on an 8 gigabyte machine or a 16 gigabyte machine even um, and how much stuff is actually going on without filling up memory and slowing everything down to a crawl. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. Annoying? I don't know. I love tabbed windows in the Finder. 
I, I've tried like two or three different things that you, you pay for that give you tab browsing in the Finder. And I love that as an idea. And Apple, I think, did it right. It works. It doesn't make the Finder restart every once in a while, unlike some of the add-ins I've tried. So that's cool. And what about the emoji? Where did I leave off? And then what about the emoji? The emoji are now easy to get. You know of the emoji, right? I understand they're landing next week in Brooklyn, New York. No, they're the little smiley faces and stuff like that. Little pictures. You know, everybody has them on their phones, but not everybody has them on the computer, and now you can. Isn't that annoying? There you go. There's an annoying feature. Command, control, space bar, and you get a little window so you can pick a smiley face to insert in your document. Is that not funny? That is just hilarious. I'm looking at them right now. (laughs) I'm looking at all of them. They've got like 90 of them or something here. (laughs) Yes. Yes, and you can insert them anywhere that you can type text and they're just that close. Command, control, space, emoji. And they've got categories of it, too. Yes. Oh, there's lots more. There, but bells wait, there's and more. Cars it's like, and... It's like... It's like... But wait, there's more. You have to wonder here, whoever designed this feature has to be wacky. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, you know. I think maybe that was even in Snow Leopard or Mountain Lion, and nobody noticed it. But I think I heard that on the uh, Mac Geek Gab podcast. And I thought, oh, that's annoying to be able to do that in email now from home, put in those smiley faces or crying faces. And, you know, if you select them in mail and press command plus, or maybe command shift plus, you can make them big. Hmm. A lot of fun. I'll tell you, I just got a crazy email in my mailbox. Obviously spam. It says, your child will be potty trained in less than three days. That's nice. Isn't your child like in his 20s now he's 27 i think it's too late for him (laughs) you haven't potty trained him yet you know he got potty trained on the plane let me tell you this real story how do these how do these guys know that your son's not potty trained that's what i want to know right well it's stranger let me tell you a strange story here he was potty trained on an airplane because he had to go to the bathroom on the airplane and my wife was trying to force the issue. And so she said, you want to go to the bathroom, Grayson? We'll take you to the bathroom. And you're going to have to do it the regular way. And he did. Yeah, it was the same for me with my dog. I told him he would have to learn to go outside and uh, do it the way doggies have done it for millions of years. And he said, woof. And he did. You know, something interesting here. We got our dog potty trained because he's a rescue. In fact, if you want to see what he looks like, there is a picture in your chat window right now that you can download. 
We got him as a rescue. He was one year, one month old. So he's been near perfect. So we didn't have to go through that. I see a really like uh, pixelated and distorted picture of you with your thumb on your chin. It looks like a publicity shot of some sort. You're wearing a reddish shirt. I can't tell if it's plaid because it's so pixelated, but that's what I'm seeing. No, no. Look in your chat window. I have a chat. I have a chat window on Skype. Wait a minute. Look in the chat window on Skype. Okay. And you can download a photo, just like a chat window in messages. I don't. And while we're talking, can you come up with some more interesting tips and tricks with Mavericks? We know about getting those weird symbols or icons and the smiles. Yeah, okay. Uh, no. But I did want to talk about a couple of cool things. We must almost be out of time. So we have uh, actually I, a segment and a minute or two. Well, I do want to talk about the cool stuff in iOS 7. You know what? Let's therefore segue to iOS 7 for this segment and the final segment. Let's segue, segue to the segment. I like it. You like that? I'd like, I'd like a segue, actually. I am the champ in segues. <laughs> You're the segue king. All right. So what's cool in iOS 7? I well, and also I have to put in a word for the iPhone 5S camera. Um, really, really improved. I, I I recently had occasion to shoot a lot of photos of very scenic things, and I was I brought a, a SLR also, and you know three lenses, and I shot a lot of a lot of pictures with a big camera but you know what a lot of the best pictures i took were panoramas i shot with my iphone 5s some of the best stuff that i caught was using burst mode in on my iphone camera really remarkable for a phone camera what's interesting here which is unlike what i've seen with a lot of smartphone cameras is that I just don't think about it. I take a picture with the iPhone 5S. Invariably, it comes out really good. In fact, I emailed you the photo of Teddy Bear, the dog. So if okay. you, you'll see it in a moment. And when you see it, you'll see what I'm talking about. I just, you know, he was just sitting there and I took the picture. Well, I, I, really, I really can't say enough good things about the camera. Each time Apple has come out with a new iPhone, the camera's been better. But the, this time, it's just sometimes spooky how good the pictures come out for something that, you know, has such small optics and, and such a tiny sensor. You know, they're going to build some of the Sapphire-related components right here in Arizona. Right there? Plant. I heard they were doing it, like, in your backyard. Very much so. I can drive there in a few minutes. I don't want to yeah. say where I live. But where this plant will be located, I can drive over there, and it's about a mile away from the Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, I think Apple might be taking over the United States because they're building a big facility here in Austin, too. Uh huh. And working with the NSA, they'll spy on everyone. I'm joking. We no, have no, no. Bob, That's, I got to do the break. No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Bob Levitis, Dr. Mac joins me. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live, whether he likes it or not. 
Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Do you know how much the dollar has lost in its value against other currencies in the last 90 days? Ever think about how inflation will change your life, your savings, your retirement plans? Remember inflation in Zimbabwe, Argentina, the Weimar Republic? Put another way, who cares if your investments go up 10%, but you lose 40% of your purchasing power? Gold is the only monetary asset as no one else's liability. Gold still buys the same amount of stuff it always did. Gold does not require trust in a third party. You can possess it in your hand. You can take it with you. Gold is real money. Gold is honest money. My name is Daniel Larson from Midas Resources. To find out how you can protect your savings and roll over your IRA funds into precious metals accounts, please call me at 800-686-2237, extension 134. That's 800-686-2237, extension 134. 800-686-2237, extension 134. Do you owe the IRS money that you can't pay? Are tax liens and levies ruining your life? Are you tired of being afraid just to go to the mailbox? If this describes you, then Dan Pilla can help. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been solving tax problems for more than 30 years. In fact, I wrote the book that made it possible to negotiate settlements with the IRS, and I've helped thousands of people do exactly that. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. New changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever before eliminate their debts once and for all. There's no need for you to suffer another day with IRS debt. Call 800-346-6829. I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, taxhelponline.com. That's taxhelponline.com. It's that time of year again, and you know what that means. Cold and flu season. (laughs) But don't worry. HerbalHealer.com has you and your loved ones covered with our safe and natural products. Cold and flu fighters like beta-glucans, olive leaf antiviral capsules, grapefruit seed extract, HHA 4-herb capsules, elderberry power, and respirate. And don't forget about oregacillin for the lungs, normally $34.95, on sale now for only $25. Vitamin D3 120-count soft gels, only $9. Whole body and homeopathic detoxes for the lungs, kidneys, liver, lymph, and brain. Normally $26.95, now just $20. HerbalHealer.com also offers correspondence courses to teach you how to handle your health naturally. And as always, new customers get a free 128-page catalog with your order. Visit HerbalHealer.com and click the Winter Specials button to save on our natural cold and flu-fighting products. HerbalHealer.com, healing the world with nature, one person at a time, since 1988. 
we'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. Okay, one more segment with Bob Levitas. He's telling us how Apple is taking over the world, building more and more things in Austin, Texas, in Arizona. You know, this will be a third-party plant, the Sapphire plant in Arizona, in Mesa. But the thing here is Apple's funding it. But Apple also does business with a company that builds chips in Chandler, Arizona. That's Intel. Yes. And, of course, Apple will be building, or they are now building... The Mac Pro in Texas. Is that in Austin? I don't know. I believe it's in Dallas, but I don't know. I think, the you know, they could be. Uh, it's possible. They're, they built a new building here. They had a pretty big population in Austin before, but it was spread out in a few little buildings at this, you know, one area, one part of town. And I think they built a building and consolidated a bunch of stuff, but I also think they moved some stuff here from somewhere else because it's a big building with a five-story parking lot. You know, it's a major, major undertaking Well, for Austin. What about the A7 chip that's built in Texas at a Samsung plant? Yeah, the Samsung plant is in Austin. I didn't know that that was built here. That's kind of cool. But yeah, Samsung... They've uh, had a fab here for, I think, probably at least 10 years. And, of course, they also get the Gorilla Glass is made in America by Corning. Yes, but I don't think that's here. I, I think, think that's, that's on, the East Co- on the East Coast. Yeah, or in Kentucky. Well, you know, a lot of stuff that supposedly you think is foreign-made is built here. Like, for example, Honda builds Accords here and Civics. Kia builds their Optima over at a plant in West Point, Georgia. Yeah, and BMW builds their cars. Yeah, I think almost all of the manufacturers build at least some models in America, probably because it's good business. You know, part of it also is the fact that when you build stuff in China, for example, you've got to pay for flying the parts over there and bringing them back here. And it's one thing to build a product in the country for which it's being sold. So you want to build in China as Apple expands its distribution in China. We understand that. But I see that Apple is making an effort to build more in the United States. Motorola has a new smartphone, by the way, that's supposedly built in the USA. I forget which one it is. It's the one that they advertise in the theaters that you can order like a thousand different ways. The Moto X, the only smartphone assembled in the USA. I guess the decent smartphone, I don't know. I know one of our other colleagues, Kirk McElhern from Macworld's iTunes guy and everything, he has a Moto G because he wanted to try Android, and they're selling it here now for $179. Unlocked. And how did that work out for him? He likes it. Have you tried much of Android? Not lately. It's kind of hard because, you know, every once in a while, uh, I'll ask one of the other manufacturers to you know lend me a phone for a while for comparison and they mostly say <laughs> no well you're bob levitas dr mac you know well, i think dr. that's Android. the problem i think that's the problem is they don't think i could be unbiased or or fair 
fair and balanced. I don't know. I think well, I fair could and balanced is kind of a buzzword that we don't like to use. Let's get back to iOS. I could be more fair and balanced than the the fair and balanced guys. Well, anybody can be. <laughs> don't get me started. Okay, so here's what else is cool: the uh, panorama mode is really good and that's in not just the 5s that's in all the cameras everybody can shoot those and if you have a steady hand you can get some phenomenal pictures by uh just extending your arm and you know waving it or rotating slowly with the camera in panorama mode if you don't know how to do it learn it's great um some of the best pictures i got were these panoramas done right they look awesome even people at our age bob can take those panoramas as long as they haven't started to get the shakes yet you know when you get the shakes that's the enemy of the panorama all right well so, we don't want to get into shaking and burst mode i don't know if that's on the 5 or 5c but on the 5s burst mode awesome you just press the button and hold it down and it shoots as, until the buffer's full however many that is but it'll shoot 50 or 100 and it shoots at, at I think 30 frames a second, but it, it pops them off maybe 10 frames a second, whatever it is. It's, uh, you know, if you're trying to catch something that's in motion or some action, you're much more likely if you can pop off 10 or 20 shots at it than if you press the trigger twice. You know, people say that Gene shouldn't pop off so much. Ha 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 ha. That was a bad one. I'm waiting oh, for something. A comeback okay. from Bob Levitas. Where's your comeback? So my comeback is, hey, did you know that Siri is not only a woman anymore? You can have a man Siri. Siri man on your phone. Did you see the TV interview with the person who did the voice of Siri? That was woman, the, the Susan girl. Bennett? No, I didn't see the interview. Is she interesting? You know... She's just a normal woman. She's a voiceover specialist. And she described the process. She didn't even know she was Siri, by the way. She just did a voiceover for Nuance, (laughs) which is, of course, the company that makes the Dragon, naturally speaking, software. And I guess Apple got a hold of it at some point in time. But a lot of it is just reading words for several days, reading syllables and stuff. And just doing it over and over again. And she does voices for ads, but she also does voices for phone mail systems. And what you hear her voice, and this is funny, she says she gets a call from her son. And her son says, Mom, you're Siri. And if you listen to her voice, and you listen to her just talking like a regular person, and that's her. It's wacky. Anyway, we have about one minute left. Give us one final iOS tip. Swipe up from the bottom of the screen to turn a lot of stuff on and off easily and quickly, like quickly turn off uh, Wi-Fi or quickly turn on Do Not Disturb. It's really quite wonderful. This is what they call control center. And unlike the way it's done Android, it's very hard to accidentally turn off a service. I mean, with like this Android smartphone I had, the Galaxy S4, They had them all part of the notification center, all kind of squeezed together. And it was almost impossible not to look at the notification center and accidentally turn something off. I mean, everything is controllable, even syncing. So one day it wasn't syncing my 
bookmarks because I turned the thing off accidentally. Who knew? Bob Levitas, tell our listeners how they can learn more of the stuff you do. Uh, best way is to visit my uh, website, boblevitas.com, and check it out. Sign up for my newsletter. We send out a, every couple of months. We do a newsletter thing. Watch for my TV show coming in 2014, the TV show. Coming soon to a something near you. Bob Levitas, thank you for telling us something on the Tech Night Out Live. Yay, thanks for having me. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Wise up, load up at freezedryguy.com. Now is the time to get the freeze-dried meats, fruits, and vegetables you want from Wise on sale at freezedryguy.com. This delicious, nutritious food is perfect for your emergency preparedness or outdoor recreational needs. It's the food with a 25-year shelf life you see exclusively featured on the popular Doomsday Preppers TV show. It's the same quality line of food the lovely Marie Osmond has been touting all across America. It's the wise investment in your family's future that personal finance expert and radio host Dave Ramsey has been talking about. And it's on sale now through the end of the month at freezedryguy.com. So wise up. Shop online now or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. Make the wise food choice. It's easy to prepare, easy to enjoy, and easy to buy on sale now at freezedryguy.com. An e-cig revolution is sweeping across the country. But is yours American-made? Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig is. Manufactured in Arkansas with 100% USA-sourced ingredients. And when you buy American, you support local jobs. Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig is top quality at an affordable price. The very principle that once drove the American economy. Get great taste with no ash, tar, or smoke. You'll be wondering why you didn't make the change to Vapriate e-liquid by LaSig a long time ago. LaSig.com has everything you need for beginners to the advanced vaping enthusiast with a wide variety of hardware and also imported e-liquid flavors as well. Plus, LeSig smokes the competition with fast free same day shipping, real people customer service, and a 30 day satisfaction guarantee. Support our country and become a vapriate at LeSig.com or call 870-525-1440 870-525-1440 LeSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker.
It's no secret that silver is one of the oldest known natural antibiotics, but the mainstream media will never tell we the people this information. Why? Many drug companies and politicians have dangerous alliances that manipulate the way we live by prescribing drugs that only manage disease, keeping us dependent on big pharma. And with Obamacare at our doorstep, we are now forced into a system that many of us do not want any part of. And no man or government has the right to dictate how we as free people choose to take care of our health. The patriots at utopiasilver.com hold this truth dear. Colloidal and ionic silver supplements from utopiasilver.com open the door to a whole new world of natural healing for the body and the mind. Visit utopiasilver.com and discover the safe and effective health benefits of colloidal and ionic silver. Call 888-213-4338. 888-213-4338. And talk to the patriots at utopiasilver.com, a leading source of natural healing using colloidal silver, colloidal gold, minerals, vitamins, and herbs. Utopiasilver.com. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. On the Tech Night Owl Live, we're going to continue exploring what's called HD radio. What is that, folks? You'll find out in a moment. Our guest is Rick Greenhut, and he works with the company that brings you HD radio. But before we understand what that technology is, and by the way, HD does not stand for high definition, they tell me, or hybrid digital, which some people claim it does. It's just a trade name. But we'll find out what it means in a moment. But I think we need to first remember what radio was. Now, Rick and I grew up around the same time. He lived in Ohio. I lived in New York. And at night, we listened to music on radio stations from hundreds of miles away on the AM band. In those days, with AM radio, you weren't hearing talk shows. You were hearing music. What was the experience like, Rick? It was magic for those of us who grew up in that time and there were only three local tv channels where i grew up and they went off the air at 11 o'clock frankly radio was something that you could hear as you said hundreds of miles away and it wasn't just your local disc jockey it was somebody in another town talking about something that was foreign to you playing music you'd never heard and it really hooked a lot of our generation on the magic of radio So what's happened here? Now, radio has changed quite a bit. AM doesn't bring you much music. It's mostly talk. FM brings you a little bit of everything. But a lot of people are listening to satellite radio. A lot of people are listening to internet radio. And this is kind of a hybrid radio show. Speaking of hybrid, they hear us on traditional radio stations, AM and FM. They also hear us online around the world. So what is happening with AM and FM? Well, as we've said for years, the reports of radio's death are greatly exaggerated. Radio leveled off in listening in the late 50s, early 60s, as television became the predominant medium for the evening. And radio listening still is 92 plus percent of everybody in the country in a given week. So It's not that people are not listening to radio. There are just so many more choices for them to share their time with. As you mentioned, there are people who are uh, also 
listening to internet radio, who are also listening to satellite radio. But ironically, both of those categories listen to more traditional radio than the average individual. I understand, ladies and gentlemen, that satellite radio is just a network with a bunch of traditional radio stations in different formats. So you have the talk station, and you have the music station, and you have the comedy station. Well, it's all in one place. The advantage they advertise, of course, with satellite radio is you can hear the same broadcast around the country. I guess that's not quite true. You go into a tunnel in a city or inside a mountain, a tunnel, suddenly there's no reception because they have no repeaters. And you have to pay a monthly fee. So it's not so easy. You know, a lot of people get satellite radio free in their cars. They get three months, they get six months. If they don't renew, they get nothing. Interestingly enough, the folks at the satellite radio company announced this week that of all the satellite radio reception-equipped cars on the road, 67% of those currently don't have a subscription and are not using satellite radio. So basically the radios are dead. As far as satellites concerned, sure. they're obviously they still receive traditional stations, but for whatever reason, some people find it well worth a monthly fee. Some people choose not to pay that when the free subscription expires. But the, in terms of AM and FM, AM reached its high-water mark in the late 70s. At that point, there were still more people listening to AM stations than FM stations. By 1974, FM listening had already become predominant, and the great migration of music from AM to FM was basically complete 10 years later. As you pointed out, most AM stations are just doing talk. Now, part of that is because the technology has limitations, and AM can be pretty messy. And what I mean by that is when the sun goes down, things change. What's wrong? Why do we have that problem? It's the basic laws of physics. As, as you pointed out, we've got a situation where technology has moved on, and AM was a very basic technology. You know, back in the day, you could wrap some wire around an empty oatmeal can, and with a couple of uh, drugstore components, you could make a radio that would pull in AM stations. Its great strength is its great weakness. Those long waves bounce off the ionosphere at night, the electrically charged part of our atmosphere, and they, they wreak havoc with stations hundreds of miles away. The same beauty that got me that station in San Antonio, there in my bedroom in Cleveland, also causes a lot of interference. AM was always limited in terms of its frequency response, as people now have expected full digital quality from, you know, a $19 MP3 player. They no longer want to listen to a medium whose frequency response is limited to sound kind of like an old telephone. So it's just the technology. And it's very complicated for the stations themselves. At night, because you have these crazy radiation patterns, they actually have to adjust the signal. So it's okay in one direction, but not in another direction where they can't radiate a signal because it will interfere with another station on the same frequency in another city. And in order right. to increase your radiation or increase your power, you've got to prove to the FCC that all the things you've done will not interfere with the other stations. It's really complicated. I've seen it happen firsthand. It's mind-boggling. 
It, it is, and people don't understand, most AM stations in this country are two different stations. One pattern, one power level during the day, and at local sunset, they're still on the same frequency, but they may cut their power in half or more, and they may be radiating their signal in a totally different direction because of the way radio waves travel at night versus during the day. What Even about today. FM? What sort of limits do we see there? Other than static, um, depending on where you are in relation to the station and whether the signal's bouncing off a building or something. Right, and that's called multipath. And, and FM's inherent limitation has always been that FM stations were designed when the licenses were created to cover about a 40-mile radius. So rather than the hundreds of miles that some radio stations can do it, AM stations could do at night, FM stations tend by definition to be more local. Within that local area, they tend to have better sounding signals. They have three times the frequency response, so they sound much better to the average listener. Uh, and one of the, the, the things that tends to come up is that multipath, that reflection off buildings and so on. While it can be annoying, it's a lot better than the fading in and out that typically would happen with an AM station at the edge of its coverage. And of course, a lot of expensive FM receivers have technology to fix that, like our old friend Bob Carver. He invented something called the charge couple detector on the old Carver FM tuners that supposedly helped that. But nothing is perfect. And so we have digital audio. Someone came up with the idea, the company you work for, about digital AM and FM. We're going to have to break in about a minute, Rick, but maybe you can start telling us about HD radio and about the genesis of HD radio. Well, I think you just summed it up nicely. The whole idea was we saw the evolution from analog AM to analog FM. We now see the proliferation of really inexpensive, high-quality audio sources an almost unlimited amount available to the consumer. And radio, frankly, needed to keep up. Um, when uh, HD radio was created, its sole purpose at the time was just to give AM the opportunity to have FM audio quality and FM to have the opportunity to have CD audio quality. Um, after the break, we can talk about how some of those things have not only been done, but a great number of other features have come out of those improvements to radio. And one of them, by the way, let me give you a hint, is that one station can broadcast more than one signal. How about that? Rick Greenhut will tell us more about HD radio on the other side of the Tech Night Out Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to A2Hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25% at 
And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. This alert just came in. This special announcement is for business owners and leaders of organizations who've been waiting for the right time to build. General Steel has made it impossible to wait any longer with rock-bottom prices that could save you thousands. That's right. General Steel, America's leader in pre-engineered structures, is offering buildings at prices you will never see again. Don't miss these prices. A 50 by 100 for under $30,000. You heard right. That's 5,000 square feet under $30,000. Manufacturers, if you need a larger building, try a 100 by 100 commercial building for $129,000. You can't afford to rent with these prices. Imagine a 70 by 100-foot church building for under $69,000. With the economy improving and interest rates still at historic lows, you can't afford to wait. So call 866-91-STEEL. Lock in your price now. Take delivery in spring. 866-91-STEEL. That's 866-917-8335. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products, most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. A little over a year ago, I began to do a lot of research into why, even though I had a pretty good-sized meal, that I was still starving. And my research led me to a well-known fact that most of the soils that we grow our crops on here in the United States and across the industrialized world are almost completely depleted of almost all of the key minerals and trace elements that our bodies need to rebuild themselves, fight off cancer, and be healthy. I then searched out the best vitamin and mineral company out there and discovered Longevity. The Longevity products are designed to give you the real nutrition you need, and once you've got that, you don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. I've lost 37 pounds in two months simply getting the vitamins and minerals I need. Check it out for yourself. It's incredible. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com today and order your first canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Complete Multivitamin Mineral Complex Dietary Supplement. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. On the Tech Night Owl live, Rick Greenhut represents the folks who bring you HD radio, and he's telling us about the technology, about being able to embed a digital signal on your AM or FM transmission. Tell us more. 
Well, it's quite simple. If you have an old analog radio, the digital transmissions are invisible to you and your radio. But if you have a new car or you bought one of the consumer HD radio receivers, you'll find that when you tune into your stations, after a moment or two to capture the digital signal, you'll hear the quality increase as you suddenly go from the analog to digital like the difference between the old cell phones and today's digital cell phones. But the beauty of the technology is it allows a radio station to send additional channels on that same frequency. The example I like to use is here in Washington, D.C., where I live. There's a radio station that wants to be the sports authority. So what they did is they, they're an FM station. They went digital. Their main channel, which is broadcast both analog and digital, is Washington Sports Radio. Their digital number two channel, which is just one click over on that same frequency on their digital radio, has the CBS Sports Radio Network. Their number three digital channel, their HD3, carries a WFAN in New York, which is all sports all the time. Their HD4 is WFAN in Baltimore, which is another sports radio station. So basically, they give all the sports fans a reason to never leave their channel. It's great for the listener. It's terrific for the radio station. Four stations for the price of one. Exactly. Okay. So how's this magic done without being too technical? Well, quite simply, the digital signal piggybacks on that FM frequency or AM frequency. It simply requires some additional equipment at the radio station and it requires a digital-capable radio on the part of the consumer. But one of the beauties of the system and one of the reasons the FCC chose for our country to standardize on this system is it didn't orphan almost a billion radios that have been out in the marketplace since the 1920s. Your old AM or AM-FM radio will continue to receive the analog portion of the signal that's sent. Your new HD radio will also get the digital portion. Is this very expensive for the stations to add? It tends vary by station. A radio station that has new and up-to-the-minute equipment typically isn't looking at a big capital expenditure. A station with a 10-year-old transmitter and an old studio may be looking at three times the cost for really an upgrade that they need to make sooner or later anyhow just to, to remain current. Now, in terms of cars or any technology, once the chips are out there, the conversion chips, and they make them in millions of copies, the technology becomes rather cheap. So we're seeing more and more cars these days offering HD radio, like I've been driving around a Kia lately, and it has HD radio, but the previous version didn't. That's correct. One of the things that, that has, has occurred, as you pointed out, is as more and more cars come out with HD radio, the cost per unit comes down. But at least as important is the automotive manufacturers who want to make sure everything that the competition has is available in their cars as well, are flocking to HD radio. As they upgrade the models of cars, or as they, as they say in the auto business, when they refresh that dashboard, after two or three years of a model year, they are adding HD radio. Kia uh, is 
is a brand that has it in most of their uh, cars, some standard, some as an option. But right now, 33 different auto manufacturers are offering HD radio in 198 different models, of which 99 have HD as standard equipment. So you're going to see that number continue to skyrocket in the next few years as HD radio becomes standard or a first-tier option across just about every brand you can get in the U.S. Now, I looked up a survey not long ago indicating that, what, about 2,144 stations had gone HD as of 2012. Where does that stand today? Um, Actually, as of December 1st, we were looking at about 2,250 stations that had made the conversion. I'm not sure where that earlier number came from, but what's a bigger change is the number of additional channels those stations are broadcasting. Among those 2,200-plus radio stations, there's an additional 1,460 multicasts. 1,200 HD2 channels, over 200 HD3 channels, and and 30 HD4 channels. So a lot of people who have already converted to HD technology are continually adding stations to their same frequency. Okay, so we're seeing tens of millions of cars are sporting HD technology, and a lot of times it'll be standard issue. Correct. Okay, what about the home? Now, for satellite radio... Having a home receiver is a real pain because you've got to play around with these antennas. But what about HD radio receivers for the car? Any weird kind of antenna system needed? No. For the car, actually for the home as well, it's the standard FM antenna because it's using that same standard FM carrier wave. It's just putting a digital component on it. So there's absolutely no difference in the antenna for HD radio. All right. We're not seeing, though, a lot of home radio receivers supporting HD yet. Why is that? Well, frankly, it's because we're not seeing a lot of new radios for the home. Most table radios have been replaced by Bluetooth speakers. Most clock radios are being replaced by phones and tablets, especially for people under the age of 35. And virtually every portable music device we used to carry has been replaced by smartphones. So if you go to your local consumer electronics retailer, you'll only see about 10% of the radios in general that you saw even five years ago. As a category, home radios is not not a growth field. Of course, you do see HD radio incorporated in, say, your stereo receiver or home theater receiver. A lot of those models from, what, Denon and Yamaha and Marantz, and even Macintosh, a high-end version, not Macintosh the computer, but Macintosh, the home audio system, they include HD. Absolutely. And, and certainly, it's the entry-level radios that are so price-sensitive where you typically don't see HD. And a piece of it is, frankly, the folks buying a new clock radio, according to the consumer electronics folks, are typically over the age of 35. Many of them are just looking for AM for, uh, for talk. So home radio is not a, not a growth field. Um, and it, it frankly affects the entire consumer electronics industry, not just HD. Kind of sad, but that's how technology goes. Okay, just a few specifics more here, Rick. What kind of range do you get with HD radio? What kind of signal strength? It, it basically covers the analog signal footprint. So whatever that station presents analog, that's what you get digital. And if they don't get a good digital signal, they just fall back. 
yeah, it falls back to analog and it, it, it does what we call blend. So it's always the consumer experience that's foremost in the technology. So if you can't get a consistent digital signal, it will drop back to analog. If you're at that edge of the coverage, pretty soon you're going to lose the analog too. All right. What's the future of HD radio? Where do you go from here? More receivers, more cars? Well, certainly more receivers and more cars, but more ability to the technology. One of the things the technology is already doing that's, that's helping both consumers and the radio stations with the technology is not only can it send the audio signals we all know and love from radio, because that's digital, there's also a great deal of data that's carried. For example, uh, a major broadcast chain just did a deal with a major automotive manufacturer who's going to be offering HD traffic and weather information that comes seamlessly into the navigation radio of that car. And the radio stations around the country owned by this group are basically uploading all this information onto a portion of their digital signal that's inaudible to the listeners. And the proper car radios download, decode that data, and get a great deal more traffic information than any other method or vehicle of carrying it. So there's a lot going on out there that digital radio is contributing to in terms of the consumer experience that goes beyond just audio. Rick Greenhut, tell our listeners where they can find out more about what HD radio is, where to find it, and where to get the equipment for it. HDradio.com has all that information. There's also a free app you can download there for both iOS and Android smartphones that will use the GPS in your phone to determine your location and show you what HD radio stations you could be getting right now where, where you are. I look forward to it and look forward to the continued news about how you guys are doing with HD radio. Rick Greenhut, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. My pleasure. Thank you. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. It's time for a home security quiz. Answer this. What effective home security device is smaller than a coffee cup, fakes out burglars into thinking someone is home at your house while you're away, plugs into any wall outlet, is recommended by many police departments, and sells for less than $35? Yes, it's fake TV. 
This year, about one in every 50 U.S. homes will have a break-in, with burglars usually picking the easy target, a dark house that looks like no one is home. Fake TV is a small electronic security device that makes it look like someone is home watching TV by simulating the light from a real TV. It's like a lamp on a timer, but far more convincing. And for only $34.95, fake TV could be the difference between coming home to a secure house or one that's been ransacked. Go to faketv.com or call one 877-5-FAKE-TV. That's 877-532-5388 or go to faketv.com. Fake TV, the burglar deterrent. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're joined this week once again by Rick Mishlusky from The Register, which means this segment of the Tech Night Owl Live is going to have some attitude. Arg. Now, I know one thing that has attitude is anytime you consider patent trolls. Yeah. There's got to be a lot of attitude about that. And also about the fact that the U.S. House actually passed something. Yeah, is that amazing or what? It's astounding, and it's about patent trolls. Tell me more. What has been happening is there's been a number of what uh, nicely is referred to as non-practicing entities, which I love that, or NPEs, who have bought up a bunch of old patents and then are asserting those patents, uh, mostly on smaller companies, but in some degrees, larger companies like you know the uh, big online retailer Newegg has been attacked by trolls. What these trolls do is they try to extort money out of the companies as settlements rather than pushing them to trial. And in many cases, that usually works because a trial will cost you $1 million, $5 million, $10 million, while a settlement will cost you half a million dollars. And so these, these people will settle with the trolls. Newegg recently went to trial and said, we're not going to settle. And they lost. And they lost millions of dollars. It sounds so, like that song from Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, well, they're taking it and they're losing at times. So believe it or not, the uh, House of Representatives actually got off its collective duff and passed a law that will make it more difficult for trolls, excuse me, non-practicing entities to uh, assert patents, even though they don't actually build products based on these patents. They only hold the patents because one of the things that the new law should it be passed in the Senate, and Obama says he'll sign it, says that if they lose the law, if the the trolls, the NPEs, lose, they have to pay damages. So it looks like it's a really good thing for what Gary Shapiro, who is the head of the Consumer Electronics Association, who runs CES and all that sort of stuff, he keeps talking about innovation, innovation, innovation. He practically got damp today when (laughs) the House passed this and issued a number of statements. He's been pushing this for years. All right. Now, how good a bill is this? Have you had a chance to look it over at all? Yeah, I've looked it over a little bit. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I've only looked over a review of it. And it's not perfect, but even the EFF, the Electronic Freedom Foundation, the woman, I, I can't remember the exact name of her title. I think it's, yeah, I, I, it is. It's the Mark Cuban Chair Against Stupid Patents. That's her title. It's Mark Cuban Funds It. 
even she says, you know, it's not perfect, but it's a step in the right direction. And if the EFF, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, says it's a step in the right direction, it most likely is because they're a really good organization when it comes to protecting intellectual property and along with the rights of your average consumer and company. Well, certainly these old patents that these companies are buying, these trolls, let's just Mm -hmm. call a spade a spade here. Okay. Now, the thing I want to know here, these patents really have value at all or just stuff that nobody's ever produced? I think it depends on how you define value, Gene, doesn't it? If you can extort in the words of Gary Shapiro or derive a settlement in the words of Intellectual Ventures, which is one of the largest IP uh, companies, money from use of these patents, then they do indeed have value. That's how value is defined in this culture, isn't it? On how much money you can get out of something? I guess we're in the wrong business. You know, well, maybe I, we I, should set up this consortium and buy up some patents and see what happens. But, you know, even we see that everyone's using patents these days as defensive measures. Didn't Google really buy Motorola Mobility not to build new modern Razer phones, but to have all those great patents that they haven't done much with? I would say that's a 60-40 kind of thing i think it's i think 60 percent you're right 40 percent you're right you know there's 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 still a lot of value in the engineering prowess and smarts and designs of motorola mobility that's just not strictly for their patents but yeah i mean a lot of it was patent defense well i have to tell you my wife had this pink motorola razor phone for about five years it worked perfectly so they do make yeah. pretty good stuff i've met a number of their engineers and uh You and I may not sound that old in our wonderful radio voices, but these people were as old as we are, and they've been around. They know every chip and cranny. Uh, There's some very smart, very experienced people there. Well, they have some interesting products. I know one of our correspondents, one of our regular guests, Kirk McElhern, who lives in the UK now, and he works with Macworld. He's the iTunes guy. He bought the Moto G, I believe. Mm-hmm. which is now $179 U.S., mm-hmm. and it's a pretty decent smartphone. That price, by the way, is unlocked, which means you buy yeah. it for 179 oh, yeah. you don't have to pay the extortion that's charged by the wireless carriers. That's called a subsidy, not an extortion. Thank you very much. Well, excuse me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, no, I thought it's a fairly decent phone, and the Moto X is a decent phone. I mean, there's some. They they do some good stuff. Anyway... Do we hope now that maybe before the end of the year or early next year, the Senate will take up this bill and pass it largely intact? And I say largely intact because if they change one period, it has to go to conference and both sides have to debate the issue. Yeah. My assumption is that the, the lobbying arm of the trolling public, shall we say, is strong enough to get them to change at least a jot or a tittle and have it go back to conference. That seems to be what will happen, and they're, they're pushing for it. The, the wheels of justice grind slowly, but as Martin Luther King, the arc of justice does bend towards the future and to the goodness, or whatever that quote might be. So it'll, it'll happen unless, or in 2014, the uh, Republicans take over uh, both the House and the Senate, and then all bets are off. Well, let's see. They pushed in the House to defund the Affordable Care Act about 45 times. 
Mm-hmm. So that will be the 46th. Let's just move on to some other subjects here. Okay, we see yeah, can Apple I, stock. Can I, can, I, can I say one? one I'm sure, sorry. go ahead. I just wanted to say, thing. You, you were talking about the Moto. Yeah, have you, did you see what happened with Samsung last week about their crisis meeting? Tell us more about that. Yeah, this is something that I guess we should bring up. Now, Samsung, you think, crisis? Samsung? They seem to be doing pretty well. What's going on here? There's two things going on. One is that the Samsung Galaxy S3 was a really good seller. I mean, it did really well. And so Samsung put a lot of marketing money and a lot of dev money and a lot of push into the four. And it really has not met expectations. It's been not all that well. I mean, Samsung is still doing really well. I mean, there's let, let us not, you know, uh, say they're going down, as they say in the, the WFE or whatever it's called these days, but WWE. But they're not meeting numbers. And their chairman has a very strong history of trying to create crises among his workers to get them to double down. And in a very uh, old school Asian, let's say 1960s, 1970s Japanese way to just do everything for the company. And so he brought to, he's bringing together in the middle of this month, 600 of his top global managers for what they're referring to as a crisis meeting to see what's up. Now, of course, Samsung is a much bigger company than just smartphones. I mean, they make microwave ovens. They make vacuum cleaners. And so it might not be strictly uh, their smartphone slippage, but they're still winning in China as far as smartphones go. There's some interesting news about Apple there as well. Yes, but, we're going uh, to talk about that in just a moment. But the, th- the other thing about Samsung, of course, is they also fabricate the A7 chip for Apple, I think, in Texas. I don't know if they make it in Texas. I frankly don't think they do. But uh, the A7 chip is an Apple design. Uh, it's just Apple, Samsung makes it in their fabs. Right. I learned an interesting thing about the A7, by, by the way, the other day. And you know what? Talk- Let's hold that as a cliffhanger and sure. explain what that's all about in our next segment. Okay. Rick Mishlowski of The Register joins us. I'm Gene Steinberg. here in the Tech Night Out Live. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. 
Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth slide into a recession or at worst depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. What looks good under your Christmas tree and tastes even better? Big Berkey water filters. Yes, the gift of clean water. A gift that provides a great foundation for achieving good health in the lives of your loved ones. A Big Berkey water filter gives them protection from bacteria, heavy metals, chlorine, fluoride, pesticides and herbicides, VOCs and more. And best of all, a Big Berkey water filter is a gift that lasts for many years with no additional investment. And that saves time and money in filter replacements that other water filters require and are even powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water. As always, all orders over $50 are shipped free, and GCN listeners get 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Order online at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com, spelled Big, B-E-R-K-E-Y, WaterFilters.com, or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-B-E-R-K-E-Y. Gift well this Christmas. Give a Big Berkey water filter. These days, so many suffer from heartburn, stomach ulcers, and acid reflux. And most never realize it is the high acidity within the body that causes their discomfort. While selective diet choices can help, AlkaVision Plasma pH drops can really make a change. A few drops added to water can optimize your body's pH level, ridding you of harmful waste and acid, promoting health and restoring vibrance and energy. Healthy pH levels make all the difference. High acidity can also cause depression, insomnia, and irritability. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops bring you vital balance that can be truly life-changing. Alkalizing boosts immune response, reduces headaches and cramping, and even helps prevent bone loss. This is simple science that helps your body do what's natural. Order your AlkaVision pH Drops for just $29.95 at AlkaVision.com, A-L-K-A-Vision.com, or call 800-518-7615. Alkalize your body, supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We continue with Rick Michalewski of The Register, and the question being, what interesting thing did Rick learn about Apple's A7 chip, which is used, of course, on the iPad Air, the iPhone 5S, and the new iPad Mini with Retina display? Tell me more. And and possibly the 12.9-inch iPad will be released next year, but we won't Mm -hmm. get into that yet. Uh, The A7 
is, as everyone who's been following this stuff knows, is a 64-bit ARM-based uh, chip. Now, ARM licenses the architecture for that chip to Apple, but they didn't license the design. That's the what they call the Cortex-A57 design. What Apple did is it took the architecture specifications, it reverse-engineered them themselves, and created the A7 themselves. I talked to a senior ARM person oh, a couple of weeks ago who said, at ARM, their jaws dropped to the floor when Apple announced that because they had no idea that anybody could do that that fast. They were just absolutely stunned and flabbergasted. Apple didn't do anything you know, outside of contract. They had the architecture licensed. It's the ARM V8 architecture, as they call it. But it was a shock to the people at ARM. And Apple you know, beat everybody and just absolutely shocked the uh, chip-making world with that one. And this is young in terms of chip design. Apple's only been doing this for a few years. Yeah, but they got a bunch of they hired a bunch of really smart people from a company whose name escapes me at this moment. Yes, it's PA Semi. Yeah. They brought them out a few years ago, got all these crack engineers, mm-hmm. and they put all this stuff together. It's it's nice when you have a market capitalization of over five hundred billion dollars. You can buy whatever you want and whomever you want if they're willing to sell. Well, they bought this company for three D technology that Microsoft had used. Yeah, yeah. No, their cash is cash is a good thing. Good about cash. Okay, that's the A seven chip. Speaking of Apple, there's this great movement of Apple stock price the last week or two. Yeah. Hitting, what, a 52-week high? And we're doing this show on a Thursday evening. You're hearing it on the weekend, so we don't know what the next day will bring with Apple stock price. But a couple of issues might be involved there, one of which is the story that Apple has inked an agreement with the world's largest wireless carrier, China Mobile, to sell the iPhone. Yeah, if I can just toss in one thing before we talk about China Mobile, is you're talking about Apple's stock price going up. The rest of the uh, stock exchange is on a five-week downtrend, a five-day downtrend. Right. So while the rest of the market is going down, Apple has been going up. Which That's means the- it would have gone up even faster. Yes, exactly. So China Mobile deal. Yeah, there's a re- there was a report by the Wall Street Journal on Thursday morning that they had inked this deal with China Mobile. Uh, Reuters uh, put a little backspin on that because they talked to China Mobile themselves, and China Mobile wouldn't confirm. But of course, they wouldn't confirm. They have a they have a big China Mobile conference coming up in China on December, I believe, the eighteenth. If they have an announcement, that's when it'll be made. They're not going to let the leakers win. But China Mobile, let's just put this in perspective. They have 759 million subscribers. Now, now think about that. AT&T and Verizon are like 100 and some odd million. Right around 100 million. Yeah, AT&T is 101, I think. Uh, 18, uh, pardon me. Verizon's 101 point something, and AT&T's right behind. But the interesting thing is that Verizon, I, I looked up what they call their ARPA, which is their avenue, average revenue per account. And it's huge. It's like 156 bucks per account. China Mobile's average revenue per account is way below that. 
because most of their accounts are dumb phones or feature phones and a few smartphones. And so what China Mobile can do now with Apple is move that ARPA, I hate to use these technical terms, but move that average revenue per account way up if they can start selling these smartphones. Because in China, there's a squillion people, well, 1.32 billion, okay? Most of them can't afford a smartphone, but their middle class is rising really fast and they're really, what, what sort of looking for, status conscious. Uh, my, my daughter-in-law is Chinese, spends a lot of time over there in China and reports back to me about these kind of things. And man, bling is a big deal among the middle class in Shanghai and in Nanjing and in Beijing. And so if Apple can start selling those and bring... China Mobile will be happy because their average revenue per account will go up. Apple will be happy because they've been trying to crack the China market for a couple of years, and it's just been slow. It's it's a big deal. I didn't say the word that was coming out of my lips. Gene, you'll be happy. But it's well, a big... our sponsors will be happy, and also <laughs> our network will be happier. <laughs> okay. My moral sense will be happier. But it's it's quite a big deal. And Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, has been talking about breaking into China for a while, and their investors, I've listened in on some of the calls with the investors, and the investors have been saying, where are these deals coming? Are they going to happen? And if Wall Street Journal is correct. This could be a very big deal for Apple. Usually the Wall Street Journal gets stuff like this right. Yeah, they're quite good. They're quite good. So we kind of think it may be a lock. And if it is, it means that Apple will possibly this quarter earn a fair amount more money than they anticipated. Maybe not this quarter because it, you know, ramp up is, is a bit, but next quarter. Yeah. All right. So the potential is unlimited. So who's left now? I mean, they've conquered Japan. Does Apple get more presence in South Korea? What about India? India is still a feature phone market, pretty much. I mean, their middle class is not rising anywhere to the degree that China's is. Uh, There are, you know, there's what, over a billion people there now, but it's not ramping like China. So, I mean, you know, there, there are opportunities there. Android phones, though, I mean, let's not discount android phones you can make a cheapo android phone that's you know 80 percent as good or acceptable or as powerful whatever word you want to put in there as an iphone and it, it can be a good seller i mean don't knock android it's it it, it has its place in the market you know it, it like uh buicks they have their place against bmws well the buick regal is a decent car how old are you? Uh, I'm speaking of the new Regal, which is basically based on Opal design. Okay. I confess total ignorance. I drive a Mini, and I've driven one for many years, and I'm, I'm a happy chappy. Okay, that's the low-end BMW. Yeah, exactly. See, I know exactly. about cars. So it's like a 5C. <laughs> right, kind of even, well, like a 4S, I think. <laughs> okay, exactly. Really, I mean, you know, the 5C. But, you know, like a BMW 1 Series or something like that. Everybody's yeah. coming out with low-end cars now. The luxury makers like Mercedes has something called the CLA Class. What is that? Kind of a rough-riding car. I took a test drive just for the heck of it. But this is not a car show. This is the Tech Night Out Live. We're talking with Rick Mishlewski. A lot more to come. 
The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com radio. DreamHost.com radio. If you owe the IRS back taxes, listen carefully. Sweeping changes to IRS policies will help more people than ever eliminate their tax debts once and for all. And now, thanks to Dan Pillow, you can get the tax help you need to end your tax nightmare. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I've helped thousands of people reduce or eliminate tax debts they couldn't pay. And after more than 30 years of experience dealing with the IRS, I can tell you there's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. With the IRS's new policies, it's easier than ever to put your tax debt behind you once and for all. Call now at 800-346-6829 to learn how I can help you. You know your IRS debt will not go away by itself, but you don't have to live in fear anymore. Call 800-346-6829. Learn how I can help you eliminate wage and bank levies, release tax liens, and negotiate a settlement with the IRS that will put your tax nightmare behind you forever. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, taxhelponline.com. That's taxhelponline.com. What looks good under your Christmas tree and tastes even better? Big Berkey water filters. Yes, the gift of clean water. A gift that provides a great foundation for achieving good health in the lives of your loved ones. A Big Berkey water filter gives them protection from bacteria, heavy metals, chlorine, fluoride, pesticides and herbicides, VOCs and more. And best of all, a Big Berkey water filter is a gift that lasts for many years with no additional investment. And that saves time and money in filter replacements that other water filters require and are even powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water. As always, all orders over $50 are shipped free, and GCN listeners get 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Order online at BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com, spelled Big, B-E-R-K-E-Y, WaterFilters.com, or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's 877-99-B-E-R-K-E-Y. Gift well this Christmas. Give a Big Berkey water filter. A healthy digestive system supports a healthy immune system. And a healthy immune system protects you against infections and disease. Pro-EM1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse, available at Terraganics.com, is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM1 is a powerful liquid probiotic and is gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM1 contains three groups of beneficial microbes and enzymes to cleanse and remove toxins, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, and aids in controlling yeast and other infections. Pro-EM1 
one is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, is non-GMO, has all-natural certified organic ingredients, has no preservatives, and is never freeze-dried. Pro-EM-1 is the key to your digestive health. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com, spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. Rick Merzlowski of The Register, an IT publication with attitude, joins us. And those of you who have heard Rick over the years know he has a long and storied history in the tech universe. Storied. I like that. You like that, huh? Yes. Yeah, I'll sell it to you cheap. <laughs> I feel like Rick Mishlevsky and the Confusion of Smog or whatever that uh, storied new Hobbit film is. What? I don't know. I lost track of that. I really did. I haven't seen those since I lost track. I mean, now I'm just looking at the fact that they added an Israeli born actress to become Wonder Woman in the Superman and Batman movie. Fine. If, you know, if she can do flips and uh, carry a sword, it's fine with me. Well, if she can spin around like Linda Carter, yeah, she'll, she'll make it in my book. That's how old we are. All right. Yeah, I don't think Linda Carter can spin anymore. She's like probably older than we are now. Well, she still looks pretty good. I've seen her do some TV guest shots. But anyway, so getting back to Apple's prospects, I heard somebody from Bloomberg Radio saying that Apple's growth would slow because once Apple has conquered China Mobile, and now they've already been doing pretty well in Japan. Where do they go next? Well, there's, you know, the rest of the world, maybe. There's this con- continent called Africa. And there's this other continent called South America. And there's all of Indonesia. There's India. I mean, th- we have not saturated the smartphone market yet at all. And who knows what Apple is going to do in terms of other devices like different iPads, uh, wearables, and the like. I mean, the idea of saying, well, okay, they conquered China, now the world's over. It's not, it's not Alexander the Great standing on the Persian Gulf and weeping. You know, we, we, we've got a lot of ways to go. I mean, Russia just did the Yota phone or Yada phone or however they call it, you know, which is their first homegrown phone. So there's this huge market out there that's still nascent. All right. Speaking of anything here, a little bit earlier, you alluded to this, and that is the story that Apple might make a large iPad, like 12.9 inches. Yeah, is there that- any authority to that? There's there's been a number of reports. The Wall Street Journal reported it in I believe July. Uh, then a, a number of Asian sources have reported it for the last couple of months in terms of uh, Apple getting design samples for this display from different uh, suppliers. Uh, one of the more interesting recent ones was that it'll have a 4K resolution. 4K resolution is this new TV. Uh, resolution which is 3840 by 2160 pixels or it's that would be 8.3 million pixels in 4k on a television and on tv they call it ultra hd and you just bring it down to earth here i was over at sam's club last week Uh uh-huh 
This is a discount membership retailer sure. like Costco. This is Walmart's version of Costco. Right. All right. For twenty nine ninety nine, they had a Samsung Ultra HD TV set, I think 55 or 60 inches. Yeah, too bad there's no content for it, right? Well, I mean, you got to have the TV before you have the content. Oh, yes. Chicken egg, chicken egg. The problem with the 4K resolution idea for a 12.9-inch iPad, though, is normally when iPads do their growth, they double their resolution in each direction. So doubling the iPad's resolution would be 4096 by 3072, which would be 12.6 million pixels. And that would that's a heck of a lot of pixels. So who's going to develop this content, you know? I mean, and it, what kind of hardware is there that supports anything that big? That that's what they're sampling. I mean, that, according to these two different sources in Asia, that they are sampling those displays right now. The problem, of course, is if you're going to push that kind of pixelage, there's there's power challenges, there's processing challenges. Despite the fact, I mean, in, in addition to the fact that there are display challenges, whether or not the 4K thing happens or not. Uh, one of the sources said it'd be UH, you know, ultra high definition like with their, I'm, you can see my air quotes. So who knows exactly what it'll be. But the other interesting thing is there's, there's been these, been a number of rumors about the 12.9 inch display, you know, obviously multi-touch display stuff going on. The other interesting thing is there's also been some rumors of people who have cited Apple working on a keyboard cover, somewhat like the Microsoft Surface touch cover and so should a 12.9 inch ipad happen and a keyboard cover happen we could have apple releasing a surface like microsoft surface like tablet slash keyboard which would i'm going off on a limb here bro you know hang in with me which would fit in with this whole intel move to push two-in-ones which are tablets that are also laptops which could also fit in with all these rumors we've been hearing about ARM-based MacBooks, MacBooks based on the ARM computer chip that's in the iPad and the everything else, the all the iDevices. So this could all be this big old conversion into a professional tablet, an iPad Pro, with a keyboard that could replace or augment the lower-end uh, MacBooks, such as the MacBook Air, which I dearly love. It's my favorite machine. And which could bring the uh, marriage of iOS and OS ten. Okay, but the question I would have here is, the A7 is a pretty powerful chip. Yeah. But it's not near as powerful as the Intel chips yet. Yet, exactly. Well, what about exactly. A8? Where will yeah, that go? Well, you know, a Right now, the, the hottest ARM design is the what they call the Cortex-A57. And it's a damn good, excuse me, it's a, it's a quite good chip. But how much power do you really need? We are reaching a very interesting inflection point in uh, computing history. In that when you have the graphics being handled by you know, imagination technologies out of Cambridge in the UK, you marry their graphics just are fabulous. And that's, that's in the uh, A7. And 
imagination technologies graphics are getting better all the time and they're getting they have this fabulous real-time rendering thing which is coming out which will probably be incorporated into a7s or a8s or a9s uh, and then there's all sorts of work being done on the cpu you know the computing unit and the graphics unit the gpu sharing compute power and if that can happen or when that happens, or as that happens, because it is happening right now, you're not going to need Intel unless you're doing, you know, Mac Pro level stuff. And what do you need on your MacBook Air? Well, the issue here being, Mm -hmm. okay, will the ARM chip be able to run OS X? Will Apple have to recompile it? Or could they do some kind of chip-based conversion so you don't notice much of a performance decrease i'm thinking well, again like the intel transition from power pc living through that all over again really different really different you got to remember ios you know the the, uh, the operating system that runs on all the i devices is os 10 right it's just a shrunken version of it so it's it's not a question of emulating it's a question of you know adapting so well, we're talking about the fact that you have to consider all those thousands and thousands of OS ten apps. Yeah, exactly. And Apple doesn't give a rat's patootie about those. <laughs> that's, that's why it has completely reworked its uh, pages, numbers, and keynote uh, iWork suite, you know, so that it'll run on iOS 7 and also on, on OS 10. But eh. what they, Apple wants to, you know, what was it? Uh, what was that guy who used to run Apple? Uh, Steve Jobs. That's right. I don't know how soon we forget. Uh, he used to talk about owning the whole widget. That was his quote. Put quote marks around that. And that's Apple's goal all along. They want to own the whole widget. So you know what? You- we have to do this widget break. Okay. Because we have other widgets to talk about, and then we'll get back to this widget. So I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds. Just pay shipping right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds. 
that are open pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. know what's going to happen next? Well, here's the Tech Night Owl, live with Gene Steinberg. Our final segment of our visit with Rick Mischlewski, and now we're looking at this great convergence issue here. Harmonic, one might even say. Okay, a harmonic convergence. The rumored iPad Pro or Maxi, is this the first Apple product that combines like a MacBook Air with an iPad? I would say most likely. You know, I have no insider intelligence. In fact, I have no intelligence. But I. It's easy for you to say. No, it's easy. Uh, it looks as if the iPad is is moving more and more into the enterprise. I mean, that's just proven by many studies. Companies are adapting the iPad. And one of the iPad's challenges has been 
you know, it's kind of hard to type on. Let's face it. I mean, we all use it that way, but a keyboard is a keyboard is a keyboard. So add a keyboard to it. Apple is upgrading its productivity apps for iOS 7, window, you know, pages and, and uh, keynote and numbers, even though they're, they're not Excel, but, you know, what is? And they're not Word, thank God. And they're not PowerPoint, thank God. So Excel, it'll still win. But the rest of the stuff, it's fine. And if you can make these on ARM chips, that Apple designs and builds those ARM chips as the A7 and the A8 and makes a professional 12.9-inch iPad with a keyboard that runs iOS of some version, you know, iOS 8, with a brilliant display that could be 4K. It could be both a massively wonderful entertainment machine. At 12.9 inches, it's much better to watch videos than it is on an iPad or an iPad mini. And it could just be a market changer. I mean, let's face it, Surface didn't work. Microsoft Surface didn't work iPad might be able to do it. Intel is really pushing this whole concept of two-in-ones, you know, tablets that are also laptops. Apple would be crazy to not jump on that bandwagon because they're already ahead by so much on the tablet side. And on the quote, quote, what Intel calls ultrabook side, you know, the thin and light laptops or what AMD calls ultra thins, they're already years ahead with the macbook air i mean come on if you were tim cook wouldn't you be pushing this well this of course is the replacement for the mac the real replacement for the mac not the replacement for the mac i'm sitting here talking to you in front of my 27 inch imac as i am talking to you yeah and if and at work i have my macbook air connected to a 27 inch thunderbolt display so yes it could be the replacement because I could be running all my stuff on the Thunderbolt over my iPad Pro. But there still is a lot of software out there that is not going to be ported to iOS 7 to any degree of effectiveness. All the professional software, for example, I mean, they can try to make a Final Cut X or Final Cut iOS but it's just not going to happen. I mean, that's going to be for the Mac Pro. They can try to do, you know, high-end video processing. I mean, even Photoshop, for that matter, good high-end Photoshop work needs to be done on a hardcore processor. But that's a tiny slice of the market. And years ago, I mean, maybe three years ago, I talked to somebody who had just recently left Apple who told me that, you know, we're moving away from the high-end stuff in terms of focus, well, we're going to keep it, but we're just not going to be focusing on it. And I think that's exactly what Apple is doing. Things They're like going the- to basically just keep building out the iOS market. So the Mac market will exist in the high end, but maybe 90% of the market, 95% yeah. of the market is all going to be iPad related. Yeah. Or I, or iPhone or whatever I other device shows up. I watch eye earring, uh, eye socks, who knows? Because there's something to be said, and, and you know this from watching people like Tesla, the car company, you put out a Roadster and, everybody, and you get you know a $110,000 car that gets everybody's attention. You put out a Mac Pro 
and you get this $3,000 computer that gives everybody's attention and gets you a lot of cred, then you sell a lot of other stuff down the road. Yeah, but Tesla doesn't have a mass market product yet. They're doing Not pretty yet. well. And if I hope the issue with the supposed fire breakout with their batteries doesn't end up being anything more than just a normal accident. And we yeah, hope they'll I, continue. I think, I think that's just a red herring. What What's, what's going to be interesting with Tesla is their next car. Which you probably know more about than I do, you know the uh, the more mass market car, their their uh, their leaf, as it were. But once they can get a compelling car below forty thousand dollars, because remember now the midsize car, the Honda Accord, even the Kia Optima, they're running around thirty five thousand dollars. Right, and you get right. the maxed out version or the new Grand Touring version. Of the Mazda six with a few things added, it's thirty three, thirty four thousand. Right. So if you can build a real compelling electric car for low forties, upper thirties, give a good lease deal, suddenly you've got yeah. magic. Yeah. What does a Leaf cost? A Nissan Leaf. I haven't looked at that. It's not <laughs> selling well. Nobody's buying them. Oh, I disagree. I mean, uh, I was driving uh, stuck in traffic the, a couple of weeks ago. I went to this can convention the uh no i can't even remember which one it was at this point down in the south bay uh here in san francisco and passing me in the com- in the high volume occupus- occupancy lane was leaf after leaf after leaf after leaf i mean if they're not selling well they're certainly selling well we're in well in silicon valley i'll tell well, you well their price range is in the 30s traditionally yeah. low 30s yeah. my wife just bought us a, a ford c-max energy you know the plug-in hybrid killer right. car wonderful car well everybody's got some kind of hybrid going on so you're going to see them but we're very early in the technology and we haven't had the magic breakthrough where yeah. you have the mass market car right that's just slightly above price it's like you know the apple Wintel or windows comparison of old mm-hmm. the slightly more expensive aspirational motor vehicle that almost anybody can afford with a little bit of a stretch or a good lease deal or a good yeah or a good interest rate and that takes off and becomes the magic car that yeah. breaks out the industry the model t yeah it becomes the model t for electric cars yeah hey can i toss one other little great little bit of uh computing uh nerdity in here i'll tell you what you got about a minute or so, so okay cool ahead. did you hear about the reversible usb ports yes isn't that great? I mean, it's like the lightning connector comes to USB. There's something about USB plugs that when you plug them in, they always are upside down. It's just one of the laws of the universe. You know, you don't, you never luck out and get it in right. The first time you always have to flip it over. Lightning, you plug it in, it's in, we're done. Next year, USB ports will be the same way. USB 3.15. Kumbaya, Lord. Kumbaya. Uh-huh. Rick <laughs> Mishlowski, tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff that you do. Oh, we're the register. We, quote, bite the hand that feeds IT every day. And we are at www.theregister.com. All right. You can find us, by the way, on Twitter where we are known as Tech Night Owl. What else could we be called? We're known as Tech Night Owl. Well, as you Twitter. get older, Gene, it's going to be Tech Evening Owl. Something like that, because I don't stay up that late anymore. 
you know, exactly. and get out at night. And you can find our main web portal at dub 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 as they go technightowl.com and we've got another radio show about ufos and things that go bump in the night and we've got someone who wrote a book called behind the cosmic veil a new vision of reality a guy named thomas fusco joining us on the paracast this weekend at paracast.com once again it's paracast.com for a new look at integrating everything into a single vision of reality speaking of reality on the tech night out live rick mishlewski thanks for joining us on the show good night the tech night out live is a copyrighted presentation of making the impossible incorporated we'll be back next week same bad time same bad channel